Good afternoon to you too, sir. How are you doing today? Man, doing okay. Uh, doing okay. Every week when we come together, I am reminded that I desperately need... Jesus. <laughs> well, that that too. <laughs> de- desperately, I need the Lord Jesus. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, man, I need a new MacBook, man. It's uh, it's it's getting in the way of a timely recording and uh, mm-hmm. uh, efficiency and a lot of other stuff. I've got this 2012 MacBook uh, Air that I'm just very married to, and um, it's just been such a good, um, uh, faithful servant. And um, man, it's 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 just getting it's getting close to its uh, its sunset here. So, dude, that that predates the podcast. Do you know how many laptops I've been to it's since pre-K- we started? <laughs> you know, I, I, I know, I know. It, it's it, 2012 was. I mean, this just it, it's a testament to like what a great piece of machinery this is. I mean, I don't want to you know go into mm-hmm. Apple Love Fest, but like I, I, you know, it's just been problem free until really you know just the last year or so. And it's just, I don't know. I just don't want to upgrade. It's just a, it's just a beautiful machine. But um, yeah, man, I can't download the newest apps and stuff and all that. So it's uh, yeah, it, it's probably time to put it out to pasture. I got to figure out what do you do with a with a nine year old MacBook. <laughs> I mean, with any Apple product, I think you go all uh, what was that Office Space on it? What do you, you take know, it you out back it? and shoot it? <laughs> <laughs> burn no, it, man. bury it in the backyard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I kid, I kid. I'm an Android guy, but I do have. Uh, I'm, I'm as we record, I'm on a on a Mac uh, computer here, so yeah. I, I can't. No, uh, it's I funny. I, if you've got, uh, if you're a listener and you have a suggestion on what to do with a nine year old MacBook. Uh, let me know. <laughs> can, can, can it pipe? Can, can you turn it into a pipe? A pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Look, you could so melt it down or something like that. The, I don't know. The, the, the 220 pipe smokers, us, would not smoke out of a MacBook, but the 420 pipe smokers, they well, there might you go. smoke That's, out of a um, MacBook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And on that note, man, we've got a great, uh, great show today. We, do. we were talking <laughs> tobacco today, right, Bo? <laughs> That's exactly right. But first, we want to let you know that we could not be doing so without the amazing support of our patrons over at patreon.com slash radio uh y'all are awesome and y'all are keeping us on the air and going strong we got some exciting stuff coming for y'all next year too we uh we're uh, you know don't want to tease anything out too too much too yet but yeah. uh one way or the other we're really excited about uh where, with the way that 2022 is shaping up to be mm-hmm. and man speaking of being uh, excited I've, I've been rocking my country squire radio ring man and uh what can i say it's a beautiful ring isn't it beautiful yeah you know the great thing is man i had to kind of laugh because of course the good folks at self and forge creations have been promoting this you know talk about the uh you know the legendary pipe carver or rather yeah. uh, uh briar from the legendary uh, uh mimo and i thought i was like you know the funny thing is they kind of give a little bit of a blurb about mimo and of course country squire radio listeners i mean unless you're brand new and i mean you know Everybody's new at some point, so, yeah. so no no judgment. But for the vast majority of li- listeners, they know who Mimo is. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> He's only the uh, procurer of uh, the best briar in the world. Yeah, right, and uh, right. used by uh, used by all the big uh, the big carvers today, all the greats. And uh, man, Mimo, of course, uh, was a you know feature in you know Father of the Flame when they yeah. uh, debuted that uh, beautiful kind of uh, documentary. And so. Yeah, man, it's Mimo Briar right there in your hand, and uh, the best in the world, of course, uh, paired with uh, uh, you know the essence and spirit of the country squire, and uh, just a handsome piece of jewelry. It's really nice. Yeah, man, really love to be rocking this thing. And hey, if you want to get yours, get it while you can. This is a limited series run, so uh, you need to make it happen. Head over to Sylvan Forge creations.com we'll also have a link directly at country squire radio for you to get uh, your country squire radio ring uh, today all right man it is a tobacco talk we are doing the work that we are expected to do here at country squire radio (laughs) and that is talk some tobacco smoke our pipe and talk about it what i know what (laughs) who does that on a podcast that works (laughs) man I'm, i'm excited though because you were telling me a little bit about this company before we hit the record button and uh, yeah, I gotta admit, I, I'm, I'm, you know, last week when we did Squire Select, we talked about the importance of branding and then the yeah. way in which you communicate to, yeah. you know, who your target audience is. Yeah. And you know, like sometimes a, a product comes along, a brand comes along, and I think. I see what you're doing. I see who you're talking I, yeah, to. Yeah, I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited to see if uh, if these guys, much like, you know, uh, our friends over at, uh, you know, at, what was it, Belfer, or uh, Belford, rather, uh, yeah. if they hit the hit the mark, kind of looking for what they're looking for, or or was yeah. this more of a little bit of that, uh, you know, puncher's chance, you know, like, which... <laughs> 
Which direction are we going to with this branding? That's uh, what I want. Inspired by Mike Tyson and Evander <laughs> Holyfield's ear. I know. <laughs> no, man. Uh, yeah, today we were talking about uh, two tobaccos from a pipe company, I'll call it, uh, that uh, pipe a tobacco company, I'll call it, and then we'll get into uh, the specifics here shortly, that uh, have just now popped up kind of on the market. And, um, you know, it, it, it's interesting you see this occasionally. You see, um, you know, we'll just as pipe smokers be kind of going about our merry way and and uh, you know just kind of perusing through all the old favorites that are out there and twelve hundred and thirty eight uh, different Cornell and Deal tobaccos and you know our favorites from uh, you know folks like Scandinavian Tobacco Group, uh, you know Escudo and Aaron Moore and you know picking through some Sutliff uh, private stock tins and and that kind of thing and then and then you're just met with uh, this this fresh face and you're like well. Well, that's interesting. What's the story behind that? And uh, a fresh and, face in the pipe tobacco world. In the that's, pipe tobacco world, what? and uh, man, and that happened recently. That happened yeah. uh, earlier this year. And so today we were talking about two tobaccos from the uh, newly minted Cascadia Pipe Company. Now, Cascadia, that is in the Hoth system, if I'm not mistaken, which is where <laughs> uh, uh, Dark Star Killer and all right, no, sorry, Cascadia. Yes, of course, Cascadia. The Hoth system, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that's where he cut open that wombat thing and crawled right. up inside. It, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Cascadia Pipe Company. This is interesting. It debuted earlier this year. Started trickling out on pipesandcigars.com. Uh, and, 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 you know, to be honest with you, when this happens, particularly when they're only available through one online purveyor, and not a tobacconist, but a, you know, online warehouse store like Pipes and Cigars, I kind of, I, I kind of start scratching my head a little bit. I'm like, what's going on here? And so uh, when when these tobaccos came out, I was I was a little skeptical. There are five new blends under the Cascadia Pipe Company name, and they all have this kind of Pacific Northwest outdoorsy theme, you know, like the yeah. Cascadia Pipe Company. What would you say before we got on the air? So it, immediately I was like, it's kind of like a Patagonia type feel. I think that that yeah. is the name of the company, right? Like the really really comfortable yeah, hoodies, yeah, yeah. but also kind of high. A high, little bit overpriced hoodies, yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, North Face or your, you know, North Ka- Face. Kavu and all this yeah. kind of stuff. It has that that feel, you know, what what all my uh, frat friends in, in college wore, even though they never went camping uh, a, right. a day in their life. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, and so, yeah, it, that that kind of feel to it. And so, it you know, the moderate, the art is, um, you know, slick and minimalist. It's, uh, you know, very pleasing to the eye. Uh, just so happened, though. That these came out, uh, this this new quote unquote uh, pipe company uh, came out right on the heels of uh, pipes and cigars, basically losing the rights to distribute uh, Seattle Pipe Club blends. Huh. And, and, huh. and so I was kind of scratching my head here, right? It's like, well, yeah. okay, so so pipes and cigars, which is a, uh, it's the sister company of Cigars International. It's a, a kind of the pipe version of that, and they're also an arm of Scandinavian Tobacco Group, which produces a whole bunch of different tobaccos, and you know has a has a big uh, role to play in our industry, and also a big cigar, uh, you know, uh, manufacturer and importer and everything else. They had been the distributor for all the Seattle Pipe Club stuff, and right. Yeah. Lost that um, somehow. There was, I think, some drama that that kind of crept up, and they uh, lost the rights of that to uh, to Sutliff, which Sutliff was making that tobacco anyway, and and still does and does a great job. We love all the Seattle Pipe Club stuff, and so so anyway, you know, then all of a sudden, Pipes and Cigars and and their manufacturing arm, Meyer and Dutch, they uh, or distribution arm, they they start coming out with this this Pacific Northwesty themed outdoorsy stuff and, and it's like hmm well that that's that's just kind of interesting every one of all the five blends they're all plugged tobaccos they're all non-aromatics for the most part or, or they they have some aromatic traits to them but there's not a cherry flavored blend or right, uh, you know anything right. like that that you don't have a you know oh this one is a you know chocolate covered you know blueberry or whatever you, you just don't see that kind of thing and they all have these names we've got campsite downwind uh open water a trailhead and vertical limit, and uh, and we're going to talk about those last two today. You know, so kind of interesting, beautiful artwork, real uh, kind of trendy, catchy, minimalist art. Some a lot of you know stuff that you see 
regularly today. It kind of evokes those those other, you know, outdoorsy kind of lifestyle brands that we were talking about. It's got this Pacific Northwest right. thing going on, Casc- you know, the Cascades. And, you know, they've got pictures of, you know, uh, alpine forest and deer and all this kind of stuff on it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because you mentioned the lifestyle brand. And as you were kind of describing it and like looking at this, I was like, what, what does this make me think of? And even though it's a very different lifestyle yeah. brand it, it like there's something about this like maybe the spirit of it and and i'm just talking about the look here okay we haven't even started talking about the pipe tobacco yeah, sure. yet but in, ter- in terms of like what i'm getting a vibe of is kind of that panama jack you know what i mean yes <laughs> i know exactly what okay you mean. all right well and again i'm not talking about quality of the pipe no. tobacco i'm just talking about yeah, yeah no, the instinct absolutely a- a- absolutely and that that it, what's what's interesting about that is that the panama jack series of tobaccos were also a creation of pipes and cigars and uh myron dutch and the uh you know the production wing of uh scandinavian tobacco group so that so that's an interesting parallel because they actually came from the same source and uh and were initially distributed from the same um the same source so so you know interesting it's like maybe they're going back to the well of creativity and and then that you know because of that i kind of wonder about well are these tobaccos that have already been on the market and are just kind of being repackaged you know are they are they being presented in a different way even though they've been on the market uh, either before or <laughs> or are still on the market I, I don't know i i just am going into this with a lot of questions and to be honest you are a skeptical tobacco right i'm now. kind of putting on my skeptic hat a little bit I, i'm being and, I, and i'm trying to get you know bro People say I'm nice. I'm, t- I'm trying to get a little more comfortable with that, right? I, I, you know, I, I don't want to be like full on, you know, like, uh, you know, mobster kind of thing. But, I, you know, I, I just I, I want to, you know, let people know that, I, you know, I can I can be skeptical. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. You're not giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> anyway, um, so, you know, we've got this tobacco and I, you know, just didn't really know what to expect. And so looked into it, tried a few and, and wanted to talk about those today. So, yeah, again, we've got uh, five different types. They're all plug tobaccos. When I say plug tobaccos, I want to differentiate that from a crumble cake. We are kind of in this crumble cake revolution right now, which mm. some people crumble cake revolution, the current pipe world. Yeah, you know, some people uh, are <laughs> love and, and are, you know, very proud of that. Some people loathe that. Uh, the Country Squire, our own uh, 50th anniversary pipe tobacco that we debuted last year uh, in a beautiful tin. It's a, a collaboration with Sutliff USA. And, you know, that's a crumble cake. It's a Virginia Perique crumble cake. And uh, we see a lot of that. Um, crumble cakes, uh, as you may be aware, are, you know, these are different from plug tobaccos in that a crumble cake is tobacco that typically has been uh, shredded, ribbon cut, cube cut. This is tobacco that uh, has been in some type of processed form and then is being kind of mashed back together into a, into a cake in order to marry up those leaves uh, together. The substance of a crumble cake is different from a plug. The Cascadia tobaccos are plug tobaccos. These are tobaccos where the whole leaf tobacco has been pressed into this into this form. This is this is what a flake looks like before it's sliced into a flake. It's the whole leaf tobacco. If you hold a plug in your in your hand, you're looking at entire uh, leaves of tobacco that have been pressed together. So not not a shredded tobacco that's been kind of recongealed. And so I, I wish there was a better way for me to describe that. I'm sure there's a great analogy that I'm not um, you know thinking about. But uh, but anyway, these are plug tobaccos. So it's a real hard uh, brick that uh, is very dense. It's very handy uh, as far as like storage and that kind of thing because it's just very uh, compact. Um, and uh, stays fresh for a, a really long time, and and you know is just a very old fashioned way to um, you know to package tobacco. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you in in terms of the 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 pl- what you say the plug revolution, the crumble That's, cake uh, revolution. The, the, the crumble <laughs> Everything's cake a crumble revolution. cake nowadays, but we don't see as many plugs, yeah. and so it is kind of interesting that uh, that the Cascadia the death of the folks plug. would. Uh, <laughs> The plug extinction and the crumble cake revolution. (laughs) These are just the new, you know, we had a, you you referenced the Bourne movies at some point in in the episode, you know, a few back. And so this is just the the uh, evolution of that. (laughs) No, I got that. No, well, I am curious, though, before we get into these specifics, I mean, like, do you, it's an interesting commentary. Do you think that that could be, is that, is that coming more from the pipe smokers or from the, like the manufacturers and the, and the blenders? You know what I mean? Like, 
is the market responding to this is specifically what we want? Or are we seeing the industry say like, hey, this is what you know, this is what we like to make? I think it's some of both. I I, I think it uh, is one more wrinkle that the manufacturer can throw in to make a tobacco interesting or uh, fun or different. Mm, um, mm. But I also think that as pipe smokers, it, our our community in general, we are getting more and more into the the nuanced, the esoteric, the uh, elaborate kind of stuff about that. We we're we're doubling down on that. I think kind of as a pipe community, and so you know that's just as a crumble cake tobacco. That is one more uh, thing that the pipe tobacco consumer gets to in, indulge in, gets to enjoy, gets to talk about, differentiate themselves with. It's a it's a distinctive uh, that is distinct to to pipe smokers. It's the the art of a mm. crumble cake tobacco. And so yeah, I, I think it's uh just one more thing that as pipe smokers we can enjoy. Um, you know, those those tobacco leaves as they're pressed together in the cake form and they marry up and you know, folks are creating their own crumble cakes at home. They're using uh, these little noodle presses and creating their own presses out of hockey pucks and PVC pipes and all, all kinds of stuff. But in order to take those leaves that they're gathering, pressing them together and making uh, making the flavors marry and uh, and the oils and whatnot bleed into each other so that the uh, you know tobacco becomes more sophisticated in, in flavor. Uh, so, yeah, I think it comes from both sides. I, I really do. Wow. Okay. Huh. That's interesting. Well, okay. So we've got uh, got Cascadia Pipe Company. We're going to talk about vertical limit first. And one thing, uh, another thing that made me a little skeptical about these uh, blends is that nowhere on the tin at all is any type of description about the tobacco whatsoever. Like that, there is no... No description what? at all of the tobacco on the front, on the reverse, nowhere at all. Not in that when you open the tin, there's no description of the tobacco whatsoever. Now, I, I wish I could say that's rare in the pipe world, but that actually we've got some precedent for that. Like they're, you know, the Samuel Gay with tobaccos, they, uh, of course, are much more well known, but they're they're bad about this. These are tobaccos that a lot of times don't have uh, any kind of descriptor on the outside of the can. And so you just don't really know what you're getting into. Now th- those, you know, uh, names have been around a long time. And so folks are more familiar with them, but, um, you know, but I literally, I mean, I, I bought these tins wholesale, eventually put them on the shelf at the shop. But in order for me, even the, you know, tobacconist to figure out, uh, what, what kind of tobacco is in this tobacco, uh, can, I had to actually Google it myself. <laughs> so interesting. It, well, I mean, of yeah. course you had to, you had to smoke it. Well, you know, I mean, you know, there's that too, know. right? <laughs> This, so this is this is not just a tobacco talk. This is a public service <laughs> announcement. This is this is a public like this is. <laughs> I'm really doing y'all. Favor, we're doing a little right? extra work this this time around. Yeah. <laughs> so um so anyway, Vertical Limit uh they describe Ca- Cascadia uh, Pipe Company Vertical Limit sets a uh, this is of course from the company so it's got all this uh, grandiose language which of course we expect from uh, tobacco describers describing their their beautiful Absolutely. work we wouldn't expect anything yes. else uh, but it says uh, vertical limit sets a new high bar for folks who enjoy full-bodied pipe tobacco this robust plug is made of earthy spicy dark burly uh, smoky bold dark fire kentucky and sweet smooth virginias with a mellow and deep top note to give it a rich, satisfying flavor. Uh, this is a blend best suited for experienced smokers and is ideal for an evening repast after a hearty meal uh, as a precursor to winding down before bed. If you are a veteran pipe smoker who looks forward to a good hefty bowl at night, set your limits high with the Cascadia Pipe Company Vertical Limit. And, um, and oh, so, nice. so you look at the tin, uh, Bo, you want to describe uh, kind of what you're seeing there? Yeah, absolutely. So the vertical, you know, it's interesting because I got both these and, and, you know, in, in both and kind of all of their blends, you've got that hexagonical shape, if you will, in the uh, vertical limit specifically, we've got a uh, mountain climber who is kind of hanging off of a ledge, uh, repelling by a rope. Uh, you can see the, uh, the pine trees off in the distance as well as, the uh, the peaks behind him, one imagines either the sun is rising or setting, but one way or the other, it is a beautiful day out there. Now, all of this, by the way, is done in very, very minimalist art. So we're talking about very flat, you know, very kind of a clean shadow mm-hmm. style, 
uh, layered minimalist uh, approach to the artwork. And that's why, you know, it, it looks like it would be really good on a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, yeah. uh, this is kind of one of those in a, in a good where, way, like in a, in a very, I mean, absolutely. It, this is good yes. artwork. This is really, if they've set out to really grab someone's eye from, um, you know, walking the aisle of uh, their favorite tobacconist, like they've, they've done a good job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't misunderstand when I say minimalist, that's not a bad thing yeah. at all. Um, in fact, you know, I, I think it can be done well. I think it can be done bad, poorly. That's not the case here. This one does kind of communicate instantly that this is more connected to a lifestyle brand. And then more often than that, more, or moreover than that, uh, it also communicates that it's, it's a newer pipe tobacco. This is something that you could tell was made in the modern age, in the modern mm-hmm. era. So if you're looking yeah. for something new, this is going to pop up, you know, pop your attention. And I would imagine it also will probably draw the eye, especially of newer pipe smokers, uh, yeah. or, or perhaps even younger pipe smokers for that reason, looking for something that seems accessible. I would kind of almost similarly compare it to like, you know, if you'd make a wine comparison, like Yellowtail. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yellowtail's branding is really non-threatening, and I think, and and for a lot of people, you know, both the price and and the uh, and the branding are very yeah, non-threatening, sure. and so a lot of people, it's kind of their entry level. I could see this being a, a an entry level from that standpoint in terms of like a new pipe smoker coming in. It's very likely they're going to pick up a ten that looks yeah. like this. The question is whether or not the is it, it. <laughs> is it any good. I, I'm I'm just glad that we got to invent a new word similarly uh, today. So thank you for that. Did I did I say something? You did. I'm proud of you. I'm I'm very. Thank proud you. Of you. Yes. Yeah. Um, I I butcher the the English language to put it back together again. I am the, <laughs> the, the you're the crumble cake of the English language. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Moving right along. Uh, so you open the tin. One thing also that's striking about this tin, and it's it's hard to see. You won't be able to really tell this from the picture uh, online, but this is a really big tin. And, and, it, and it's only for 1.75, 1.76 ounces of tobacco. So it's the same amount of tobacco that you would get in any other normal small size tin, but they've put it in one of their magnum size tins. This is, if, if you've smoked mm. uh, Peterson's 3P plug before, uh, this is the tin that, that that particular tobacco has come in uh, for a long time. And so so it's just like, man, why the big can? Like, this is just a really large can for a, a very condensed, small plug of tobacco. So uh, anyway, kind of kind of interesting. You open it up, you're met with a, a very handsomely packaged uh, Elizabethan collar uh, that we all know and love in the pipe world. And um, it got that kind of peel that paper layer back. And then uh, you have this very handsome kind of gold uh, colored tobacco plant on a, uh, you know, cardboard disc that says vacuum pack for freshness made in Denmark. This, of course, is a, a product of Scandinavian tobacco group. And so uh, it's a Danish uh, product here. And uh, and then you peel that back and you're met with this very uh, very handsome, very fragrant uh, plug of tobacco. It's a little rec- rectangle, very uh, probably an inch and a half by um, three, three and a half inches, something like that in, uh, you know, in, in surface uh, area or whatever. Uh, it's just very, uh, very handsome. Uh, and again, it's a plug, so you can see uh, dark uh, mottled whole leaves that have been kind of mashed together in this form. The the moisture is 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 perfect for a plug. These tobaccos are fresh, obviously, because this is a all new brand. There's not uh, been uh, any of these sitting on a tobacconist shelf uh, anywhere for 10 years like you'll see sometimes. These are all brand spanking new. And so, uh, yeah, it's just, just really, really handsome. Uh, the vertical limit, I, I was pleasantly surprised with this tobacco. I, I, I was. This is this is pretty good stuff. It, it's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's the packaging is nice and all that, but it, it's it's flavorful. It uh, it packs uh, well. It it prepares well, which is very important for uh, any kind of plug or flake. Uh, it loads and lights well. It stays lit well. Uh, it's got a nice flavor, and so we're we're looking at a Kentucky uh, and dark burley blend with a little Virginia's. That comes through. It's got the body of a of a burley, but it it does have the you know that smoky spice that uh, that you would expect from a Kentucky blend that uh, kind of majors on that not the peaty side, but more of that smoldery uh, smoldery woody side that's really um, mm. uh, really pleasant uh, for those stronger Kentucky style blends, and so. So you're really majoring in that with this uh, tobacco. Uh, it's strong, but not overly so. Uh, this is, um, you know, a tobacco that 
you know, they they really kind of play that up in their description here of, you know, something that is more uh, full bodied, something after a big meal, right before bed, that kind of thing. But I, I do think the I do think the focus of this particular tobacco, again, is going to be on that Kentucky leaf uh, and those darker kind of thick surly burlies that, um, you know, just leave a um, hefty mouthfeel. Um, the Virginias, I think, are are present. They're certainly there. They're in the background, but uh, but they definitely take a secondary role in the blend just to make, you know, to, to provide some interesting little little tidbits of, of sweetness here and there as you're as you're puffing the tobacco. So it, it does uh, just because of its richness. And I think those darker uh, burly varietals that are used, it has some of that uh, kind of plummy stone fruit in the background. But I really rather enjoyed this. Uh, it's 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 actually pretty pretty doggone good. Uh, just cut it up with my pocket knife and kind of shredded it up into you know little little flakes that almost reminded me of the old Christmas cheer or something like that. It uh, you know really uh, really was prepared easily and and nicely. Let it dry for just a few minutes before I put it in my pipe and smoked it uh, mostly in a smaller bowl actually, which which did great. So. Um, but anyway, that's Vertical Limit from Cascadia Pipe Company, and um, it was pretty doggone good. Yeah. All right, man. Like being able to win over the skeptic, uh, the <laughs> the newly discovered skeptic, John David yeah. Cole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And in, until we got to the second tobacco, Trailhead. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. We we took a turn yeah, on the trail. We did. We did. Uh, two roads diverged. Right. No. So you know, I was really really pleasantly surprised with Vertical Limit. Thought that that you know did did a great job. Trailhead. Um. Not so much. <laughs> um, you know, similar uh, story here. You've got kind of that flat, you know, matte looking color. Uh, but, uh, Bo, you want to kind of describe what you're seeing with the uh, with that Cascadia trailhead? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I mentioned before, it's got that same type of shape with the exact same type of art style. But the difference here is now we're into the uh, the pine trees. The, the, there's a trail that's winding back. We are assumingly, <laughs> I guess it's safe to assume in this image, we are at the trailhead. Uh, here at the image, the sun again is either rising or setting. Well, it's yeah. just so funny because I've I've looked at this picture obviously since uh, cracking this tin open a few days ago, and all I've seen is a river. Now I've not put together the fact that this name of the tobacco is a trailhead, and that we're at the front of the trailhead, and that no dummy, it's yeah. not a river, it's a it's a trail. <laughs> see, see, I'm not the only great, idiot bro. on the show. That th- thank you for that. I appreciate so that. <laughs> Continue, sir. <laughs> Yeah, not at all. Uh, yeah, no, man, this is, uh, but it, I, I mean, it's a good image. Like, again, it is much in the same vein as the other one. But uh, as you mentioned, there's not a whole lot communicating what this actually is going to uh, taste yeah. like, what I can expect from this. If you had this one next to the other, honestly, I had to do a kind of double takes both times. I'm like, oh, wait, they're different? And I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong, the artwork is different, but because of the style is and so And the color similar, scheme and all uh, that. And the color scheme, exactly. They, they're all kind of in that same type of vein. And so, yeah, I, I would not know. You know, as a again, and I'm thinking specifically of a new pipe smoker, uh, or even like a long term pipe smoker. You're gonna you're gonna pick this up, and you're not really gonna know what what you're getting at, other than the fact that it is beautiful artwork. So yeah, that's what we're looking yeah. at here. Uh, so it, it beautiful artwork and uh, similar style packaging. You know, you've got a uh, uh, larger tin that uh, same same exact can that larger can that the Peterson plug uh, has come in uh, for a long time, and and so yeah, pop it open, and I guess I ought to describe it here. They say uh, from. Uh, from the official review, when you're settling down to a roaring campfire uh, following act- an activity-filled day surrounded by nature in all its glory, nothing is more satisfying than a robust bowl of tobacco. And we've got one for you that we think you'll love, Cascadia Pipe Company Trailhead. This dark, rich plug is made of deeply fermented burley and matured Virginias with a dried fruit note added to remove the edge of the spice and earthiness of the burley, creating a slightly sweet and harmonious flavor uh, that you'll enjoy in the evening before it's time to turn in. Uh, The plug will stay fresh and moist even after opening and will allow you to prepare in whatever way you prefer. End your day the perfect way with Cascadia Pipe Company Trailhead. It, so you open it up again, uh, the, the you know beautiful little uh, e paper e collar, and uh, got the nice little uh, kind of cardboard disc in there that uh, gives it a real fancy um, you know preparation look, and a very handsome uh, piece of uh, tobacco. The colors uh, on this plug are a little lighter. Uh, you can tell the, um, the varietals in here are probably a little on the on the lighter side, and so you know you're 
kind of go into it with that. There is a, a there's a immediate lack of tin note. There's just not a lot of aroma hmm. that is coming from this this tin. It, it it really does. It, the vertical limit was it just was very pungent and uh, kind of uh, had a nice uh, you know nose kind of sting when you smelled it up close and all that stuff. And the the trailhead just really don't get that. And then you smoke it and you realize this is one of the most flavorless tobaccos you've ever tried. <laughs> wow, interesting. <laughs> it's really fascinating. I, I you know smoked smoked quite a bit of this um, uh, over the course of yesterday and today. And I, I just don't really, I don't really gather a lot. And, and I, I don't know if it's because the, you know, the varietals are just so, so mild or, you know, if they uh, just kind of missed it on the top note, I, I just don't really, um, I didn't really get a lot of flavor in this, uh, in this tobacco. We are talking about a Virginia Burley, the uh, Virginia's uh, combination, I believe they said of Actually, they well, they said mature Virginias, and so um, you know you, you've probably got a, a variety there, and uh, the natural sugars in there typically uh, shine a little bit. They're strong and, and flavorful, but the deeply fermented burley that that burley may have been uh, aged so long or something that it's just kind of uh, kind of mellowed out. I'm not really sure, um, mm. but it's this is just a it, it doesn't really doesn't really have a lot of flavor. Yeah, I was really, uh, really interested in this uh, kind of comparison, particularly after after really being pleased with the vertical limit. Yeah, it, you know, there is a slight citrus note, I think, that uh, tops this tobacco, something that uh, I don't know if you'd call it like a tangerine or something that's just very slightly in the background. <laughs> but uh, but other than that, it's just a kind of a mellow smoke that uh, doesn't really have any kind of, uh, you know, superlative descriptors uh, about it. Uh, you know, I will say it, uh, you know, it, it you know, it, it, it prepared nicely. Again, it's a very well-made tobacco. It uh, stayed lit easily in the pipe and all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I, I'm really struggling to even describe the tobacco because I found it rather flavorless. It's just kind of interesting to me. Um, you know, there were no, notes in the very background of kind of some uh, some dark fruit that uh, were remin- reminiscent of the other uh, the other variety that we had today. But um, but other than that, just kind of a um, kind of a semi woody, mellow, very mildly sweet uh, tobacco. And um, yeah, I, I you know if you had to pick between the two, I would I'd probably not get this one. But um, but but you know. I, Having said all this, like, you know, praising the vertical limit, you know, kind of knocking on the trailhead a little bit, this gives me enough of a feel of what they've got going on here with Cascadia to say, you know, let's give them a try. Let, let's let's give this a try. Like, like okay. they, okay. you know, they yeah. brought this out. They um, uh, doubled down on this, this feel and this, uh, you know, you can t- tell they're going after this kind of lifestyle, outdoorsy uh, kind of theme to it. But, you know, on and uh, all in all, what we really care about is the quality of the tobacco. And, um, right, you know, and right. it's, 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 you know, it's, it's well-made tobacco. And, and, um, you know, this gives me enough uh, kind of feel of the brand to say, okay, well, let's, let's give it a whirl. You know, let's, let's see, uh, what it's like. I, I wouldn't, you know, see this as a new brand that comes out and it's kind of flashy and it's like, um, oh, well, you know, let's just ignore that because we uh, only smoke Orlick or Peterson Royal Yacht or something like that. You know, let, no, let's give this a shot. I think this is worth, this is tobacco worth exploring and trying out and, you know, worthy of the pipe community, uh, given, given a shot. And so um, anyway, that's Vertical Limit and Trailhead from Cascadia Pipe Company. Man, great reviews. And like I said, very much a public service announcement. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Always a plus, man, to dive into some newer products and uh, especially ones that, you know, I'm I'm always big on uh, looking for uh, pipe uh, and pipe tobacco companies that, you know, have, you know, there's a great thing about celebrating kind of the the older style and and the older uh, uh, pipe tobacco um, you know, branding and everything, but I, you know, there's, I'm always very interested to see what, what some of these companies are doing. How, how are they speaking to the pipe smoker? Are, are they, are they trying to speak to a, a newer pipe smoker or are they just kind of resting on their laurels, which is nothing wrong with, but you know, it's just, it's curious to me was, and, and I, like I said, but at the top of the show, I was curious is, are we dealing with the Panama Jack here? And I think the answer is we'll see. Yeah. The right? answer is yes and no. Okay. You know, you know, in, in one sense you're getting this, um, very, planned out very you know this is not a tobacco blender that came out and they made a really 
a tobacco that's like a real hit, and then people encourage them to come out with another one. That that's not what's happening here, right? This is this is the largest tobacco pipe tobacco company in the world that's seeing a vacuum in the market, and they're saying we're going to fill that with some stuff we think people will like, and. You know, so far with, you know, at least half of the tobacco we try today, it's, you know, it's pretty good stuff. So, uh, yeah, give it a whirl and uh, and see what you think. Well, good deal. Well, you know, one thing that this made me think of, man, do, would you consider yourself a camper? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I know that. <laughs> Every single time I was like back in the day, I was like, hey, go fishing with me. You did that once. You busted your, I your tailbone and then... <laughs> booty <laughs> <laughs> and then never again so yeah so i mean like you know i do i do appreciate that this does kind of speak to that uh, outdoorsy style of which neither of us really are uh however you know lately i've been kind of you know the weather's starting to get a little cool but not yeah. too cold and i've you know the the kids have been saying like hey why don't we go camping and i'm like well because you know we're still alive and we don't want to die <laughs> And so, uh, but, but, you know, there is something very, you know, kind of pseudo romantic about that, that mindset of like, you know, pitching a fire, pitching a tent, kicking back with uh, good pipe tobacco. And of course, if you're doing this to complete the image, you got to be smoking it out of a good quality corn cob pipe from our friends at Missouri Meerschaum. Man, that is right. And uh, today, of course, we're talking about Missouri Meerschaum pipes like we do every week. But uh, this, uh, this day, it's the Apple Diplomat corn cob pipe. Mm. Uh, just a, a really handsome bowl. It's a, uh, comes in a semi bent variety which is uh, just very, uh, very easy on the mouth and and also fits in your palm uh, quite nicely. It's a medium-sized bowl that still kind of has a chunky, substantial look to it uh, and goes well with that uh, very elegant uh, black stem. And so uh, check it out. It comes in a filtered variety and a bent and a straight version, uh, and it's uh, one of their more sought-after shapes. So you can go to corncobpipe.com, select which uh, style you want, bent or straight, and they uh, will ship it right to your front door directly from Washington, Missouri, on the banks of the uh, the Missouri River. Anyway, I think I think you'd be well you you're you're highly recommended to go get a Apple Diplomat corncob pipe from Missouri Meerschaum. <laughs> That's right. Hey, if you've got one, uh, be sure to uh, enjoy it this week. Uh, take yourself a selfie of yourself doing it. It's a lot of selfs right there, but uh, it's a great way to let the good <laughs> folks at Missouri Meerschaum know we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. question of the week. man pipe question of the week now this is interesting because you know we're, we're, we're doing a tobacco talk 
which is highly subjective. Yeah. And we're kind of being presented with a bit of a highly subjective question from Joe D, uh, yeah. also known as Jody. Uh, uh-huh. Here's what Jody has to say. Knowing, uh, knowing how subjective this all is, why is Cornell and Deals by Unite the most disgusting tin aroma I have ever experienced from a pipe tobacco? <laughs> I mean, really gross, like a gas station. Okay, then he gets a little descriptive here. He says, I know it's heavy perique, but I have lots of uh, vapors. <laughs> And uh, and I love that uh, that uh, that I love and that don't smell anything like this one. What is that? And again, that is from Joe D. All right, man, <laughs> shots fired. The gas station men's room. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, there you know, it, it, Cornell Deal is by Unite. It is a um, it, this is a polarizing tobacco. Uh, it's a it's a very 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 strong tobacco um it, it's actually one we used to sell in bulk by itself we we over the years have not sold uh, a lot of straight bulk blends like you know when you come in our shop there's a jar on it that says one q and if you want to buy one q you buy it out of that jar uh we haven't done a lot of that in our in our time at, at the country squire but actually a long time ago we did this with by unite uh because there were gluttons for punishment that wanted to smoke the stuff and uh it, it's <laughs> it's uh it's pungent it's uh it's it's powerful. It is uh, you know it's a, it's a strong tobacco that uh, certainly um, you know has a very distinctive flavor. Um, you know, Perique is like that, and uh, it it you know it it is a it can be an offensive smell. Um, the way uh, these different companies treat Perique is also different. Uh, when Perique when when Cornell and Deal get gets Perique. Um, what they do to it makes it smell different than what Sutliff does when they get Perique. And you will know that if you ever buy straight Perique from Cornell and Deal and then compare it to straight Perique from Sutliff. It, it, it's interesting. You, you just you, you pick up on that. And so uh, Cornell and Deal, they, there's a, a mustiness uh, there that is just very, very pronounced. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. So, um, yeah, by Unite is just, um, you know, it, what, what's disgusting to you, Jody, is delectable to someone out there because uh, they've been selling by Unite for years and, uh, and, and some people love it. So as, as my dear friend Bill Rutledge uh, used to say, he said that's why they make chocolate and vanilla. Some people want chocolate and some people want vanilla and there some people go. want by Unite and are, you know, masochists. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go, man. Uh, great question, Joe. Uh, it, it, <laughs> yes. Uh, great, great question, Joe, man. We really appreciate that. Hey, if you've got a pipe question for the show, send it in at show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire with Joe! Ow! All right, man. Uh, Pastor Joda hooking us up with the autumnal equinox edition of quick fire questions. <laughs> did I butcher those? or did, I feel like I said them right. I think you did okay. Yeah. How about that? All yeah. right, here we go. Porch decor. Mums or pumpkins? Mums. I, I really like chrysanthemums. Uh, they're, they're, those are pretty flowers. Yeah, I'll go with them. I, yeah, I like the ones that are kind of orangey and yellow at the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was a mum naysayer for a long time. And then, like, I guess it was like two years ago, my wife got some around Halloween. She's like, I'm getting flowers for to decorate for Halloween. I'm like, flowers for Halloween? <laughs> And then she, you know, she brought out the mums. I was like, oh, those yeah. are gorgeous. Yeah, those no, are really nice. Right. Yeah, they pop. No, it's, it's good. <laughs> but I, I I would say go with both. Why not both? Yep. I like the pumpkins. Uh, all right. Next up. Uh, for the movie, are you watching The Goonies? Or are you watching The Great Pumpkin? And that's, uh, I think it's it's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually not, uh, imagine this. I'm actually have not watched either of these of these movies. No. Are you serious? I've never seen The Goonies. Okay, dude. All right, hang on. <laughs> like, no, I, 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 I only say this because I love you. You idiot! <laughs> <laughs> what, what, why? Why? I feel like every time a movie question comes up, I have to just apologize and tuck my tail and go run into the corner and 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 yeah. I just I, I need lots of grace. I need lots of grace. So. I mean, don't get me wrong. I respect your your you know. It's not your forte, but there's just some classics that man, you gotta you gotta yeah. do the work here. Man. Well, for the autumnal equinox, I um I I would say that if I had to watch one of these in order to catch up with the rest of the world, it would be the Goonies. Okay, now that's that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, we do always actually watch. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown every year. So I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah. All right. Uh, candle, pumpkin spice, or 
apple wreath. Ooh, both those sound delicious um, and great. I love candles this time of year. It just makes the house smell warm. But um, yeah, I go with pumpkin spice. It kind of, uh, you know, makes you think someone's, uh, uh, I don't know, maybe making some uh, cider or something like that. I, I think I'd go that route. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with the, uh, the apples mostly because we got enough pumpkin spice here. Like we, uh, my wife always make like literally year round, she makes pumpkin muffins. Yeah. And so there's always kind of that, that smell in the air. So yeah, uh, mix it up a little bit here with the apple wreath. Uh, all right. Changing leaves. You're going to go with red. You're going to go with yellow. Or are you going to go with orange? If it's a changing leaf, there's almost to me, nothing more striking than an orange changing leaf uh, you know at least in our neck of the woods most of most of our trees in this part of the country are are pine trees actually so we don't get a lot of uh, change in foliage anyway but uh, but when we do it's almost always yellow or red uh, when you see an orange uh, tree it's beautiful I, I, I'm, I'm a sucker for it so I'll uh, I'll have to go with that okay all right that's good I will go with yellow or generally no preference <laughs> and I mean like I don't know I like I love it that's fair but I, yeah, yeah. Get get a mix up. That's what you want. Uh, and then finally, pumpkin spice on everything. Uh, heck yes, or get that mess out of my face. Get that mess out of my face. Just you just chose the pumpkin spice candle. I know, but I just want it on a few things, not on not on everything. Okay, all right. No, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I am with you. I I think uh, we 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 have done the pumpkin spice too much too too much we can back it up back it up all right well there you go pastor joda thanks for hooking us up with that and hey if you've got some quick fire questions for the show you can send them in show at countrysquireradio.com again that is show at countrysquireradio.com your thoughts your comments listener feedback All right, man, listener feedback this week. We got one in from the Lunting Lady, Erica Rivertree, the LOTR loving Lunting Lady. Wow, that, that is. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think I commented a while back that her, her name, Rivertree, like sounds like a, like an elven type of, uh, you know, some, something very Tolkien. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what did uh, Erica have to say? Yeah. Uh, Erica says, uh, greetings, Bo and John David. I was a Squire member uh, on our Patreon uh, club for uh, quite a while, a couple of years back, but unfortunately fell in hard times and had to cut back mm -hmm. on anything that wasn't a necessity. Uh, I tried to convince my spouse that pipe smoking and the country Squire were necessities, but alas, uh, my pleading was moot. We totally understand, uh, uh, Erica, we want you to eat and preserve your the happiness of your uh, marriage uh, <laughs> before you support uh, our goofy show. Uh, but anyway, she goes on to say, however, fortunately, my optimism and faith never wavered, and I am now right as rain again. Uh, throughout the uh, slings and arrows, I never forgot about country, the Country Squire and its community of fine folks. And so it's my delight and honor to once again be supporting uh, as a Squire member. Uh, blessings of generous spirits, loving hearts, and many happy puffs uh, to us all. And that is our longtime friend, Erica Rivertree. River tree aka the lotr loving lunting lady <laughs> i got it so try, uh, try to try to say that like like 12 times fast go for I, it <laughs> I, i'm good i'm good oh uh, no man erica longtime friend of the show and we're just yeah. so it's so grateful to hear from you. I always love uh, getting a note from you and, um, I mean, uh, representing our, uh, our our female listeners and female pipe smokers uh, very well. And, um, man, just uh, either way, we're glad to glad to have you. But thank you so much for your support. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, this is uh, this is always good to dive into the tobacco talk. And, uh, man, this was I, I honestly, you know, I, I often go in blind when it comes to tobacco talk. <laughs> but, like, I, I never get blindsided as much as I felt like I got blindsided this episode. I, I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, he's not going to like this at all. And then I'm like, oh no, he liked it. But hey, Mikey, he liked it. And then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, oh, but not okay. So you took us. I think you took us for a roller coaster, my friend. Well, I, maybe I did something today. <laughs> maybe I did something worthwhile today. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no, you know, it's like uh, it's good to not just review things that are always going to get a glowing review. Like part of reviewing something is kind of you know just being honest and sharing what you like, what you don't like. Um, I was thinking about that after last week's episode where, you know, we, we just dogged on puncher's chance so hard yeah. and I was like, you know, what if the distiller is like a listener to country square radio? And I'm like, well, then they should, they should make some better whiskey. And maybe they do. And maybe they should send us some good stuff. You know, like, I, you know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Oh um, man. I, I, I yeah, I, I don't know. I just, um, I'm not going to apologize for my feelings about puncher's chance. <laughs> 
you're not, you, you are you are not a man afraid to apologize, but not about puncher's chance. But not about puncher's chance. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you've been wrong. You know when you've been right. And, uh, yeah, there you go. Oh, man, there it is. All right, so uh, hey, send us your thoughts on uh, these uh, these pipe tobaccos and more. We want to hear from y'all. Uh, you can always write into the show. You can email us show at countrysquireradio.com. You can keep up with the show throughout the week at Squire Radio, or you can reach John David at John David Cole or the shop at underscore Country Squire. Be sure to get yourself a Country Squire ring while they last. You can find the links to those at countrysquireradio.com. And hey, all this information and more can be found at countrysquireradio.com. All right. <laughs> I think you got it all. Yeah, it's almost like I've been doing this for a couple of years. You know, yep. you know? <laughs> yep. just, just about what seven, eight. I don't know. <laughs> it's been longer than that, my friend. Yeah, no, it's it's been a minute. But hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.